This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Now it's time for Spiritual Learning with Priestess Lily. My radio show, Priestess Lily, Sacred Heart Healer, Space Holder, and Spiritual Life Coach. Hi, welcome. This podcast radio show I have created to help us as humanity rise the consciousness through connection, holding space for thought activating conversations with heart centered leaders wisdom keepers, and divine humans expanding into their authenticity and soul purpose. Which brings me to my beautiful, radiant guest today, Kat. Kat is a counsellor, an astrologist, a light activator, and a sound healer. She is passionate about supporting men and women to embody their soul mission and purpose in this lifetime. By offering gentle and nourishing support and clearing and healing wounds this allows them to access deeper layers and truly step into their divine gifts she works with sound astrology crystal bowls and voice activations to take men and women on a guided journey within to assist deep states of inner awareness and peace She is also a strong passion for holding space for women's circles and supporting women to feel nourished, nurtured, and supporting them back to themselves. Welcome, Kat. I'm so excited to be doing this interview with you because I've experienced your wisdom and I follow you on Facebook and, you know, see all the beautiful work that you gift and with your beautiful work that you gift to the world and your wisdom. So I know that this podcast will be full of so much wisdom and information that will help really guide our listeners forward. Yeah. Thanks, Lorena. Thanks so much for having me. I'm feeling really, yeah, really grateful to be here. So it's been a bit challenging the last um, couple of years for many people and we're definitely shifting energy into a new way of seeing things, living, being, and all different elements. So when we talk about that as an um, energy and, you know, the stars aligning and the planets and everything, what currently is the theme? Like what's going on right now if we start to feel into that? Mm, yeah, beautiful question. So, I mean, first of all, just in the last couple of years, we've had so much Saturnian energy, which is um, ruled by Capricorn. And so often, there's been like a um, Saturn-Pluto conjunction. Often when these planets intersect, it means that really massive change happens on the planet. So we've seen, you know, a lot of um, intense things happen on the planet and COVID and kind of all of these 
um, systems kind of breaking down and it having to go into a bit of chaos in order to kind of create a new way moving forward. Mm-hmm. And we see this because this, this transit happens once every 30 years. And so we see usually wars play out at this time, but like generally really big worldly events that are quite, yeah, significant and create a lot of change and send the world into chaos. And so there's been a bit of an unraveling of that over the last couple of years and kind of just needing to pull the energy inwards like I mean as on a personal level needing to pull that inwards so that those transformations can happen to kind of come out in a new way and move forward Uh so right now we're at that kind of still point before the new and I really feel like the Chinese New Year um, marks the beginning of the year, so more than New Year's Day. So that happens on the 22nd of January. We Ooh. move into the, the, yeah, it's exciting. I've got we move into the year. Day I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, woohoo, okay, yeah. You bring it on. <laughs> bring it on, baby. Yep. Totally, hey. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we're moving into the year of the water rabbit and also it's the new moon in Aquarius on the weekend. So this really marks the beginning of the new year and Aquarian energy is really exciting and kind of activating and um, innovative and all of these kind of forward moving future focused energies. And the rabbit is really about prosperity and abundance and creating peace moving forward and kind of like stepping into new opportunities. So this first month of the year, generally I find with Capricorn energy in January, it's a bit of a preparation month. It's like building foundations, allowing a bit of space after Christmas and New Year. It can and has felt a little like a void the last few weeks collectively. But, yeah, so there's gonna, we're going to start to feel, you know, just in terms of like what's currently moving through right now, Um, we're going to start to feel a little bit of a shift like over these next few weeks in kind of activating a little bit of newness in maybe things you've been pondering and sitting with and digesting and kind of bringing them slowly into birthing. Mm. And it's really fascinating when you say that because obviously today, um, you know, obviously our Prime Minister's just resigned. So Mm. saying that, it is for, for us as a country right now, we are basically healing, I would say, and so, healing in some capacities, but we're being birthed into, a, you know, now a new, um, we have governments, governments, and it's our election year too. So I think New Zealand is really in for, uh, um, you know, a blossoming, an opening, uh, you know, reclaiming kind of energy. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, beautiful. I, I feel, yeah, again, it's it's so good to hear that. And collectively, I feel like that a lot of countries are kind of going through that transformation and that, yeah, it's quite significant that that's kind of happened just today as we approach a lot of this new energy as well. So, yeah. <laughs> Quietly bring, it, bring on. it on. I know that for myself and I channel energy I channel messages March has been coming through for me really really like just the energy you know I was getting messages about March you know six months ago and I was talking to my priestess sisters about March I know that March is the energy that I feel towards March is that there's two pivotal massive 
left field plot twister shifts. What is it? And that's what I feel energetically. What is is mm. it? Is that something that you're noticing? That's something like what? What is your feeling about that? Yeah, I love how in tune you are with that because yeah, it's it's really accurate. Um, my ears are burning. in March. What's that? Oh, my ears are burning as you say that, and I've just got goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so basically um in march there's two really big outer planets that move so saturn is going to be moving into pisces so since 2017 saturn's been in capricorn and aquarius and on the 7th of march saturn goes into pisces so basically um saturn is the planet of mastery discipline responsibility commitment and pisces is really about spiritual practices creativity um connecting to source spirit musical endeavors like it's really the ethereal realms and so there's this energy around, I, I really feel the significance of this year, actually this is a big piece, is having your rituals in place, like having your daily practices in place, your connection to how you connect to source or, you know, through meditation, through yoga, through setting up your altar, but just something that's going to really have, be like a daily ceremony for you because Saturn likes commitment and kind of daily practice because mm -hmm. it's ruled by Capricorn. So there's this real kind of like mastering your own energy field this year so that you can connect to something on a deeper level because what that practice is asking us to then embody even more is it's it's going to collect, connect you to a larger picture perspective in what you're weaving and offering with the world. So there's like, you know, because Capricorn, the energy that that's been in, it's very, been very much about the masculine kind of, there's probably been like an overdrive of yang energy moving through for people with just like this do, do, do. And this Saturn in Pisces is kind of going, hang on, it's actually time to like go through a bit of an ego death in a way and kind of like connect deeper in with spirit and let that guide the way and almost like find these yin practices that are going to support you moving forward. And that will probably weave new things into your purpose because you're connecting to yourself on a deeper level. So that's one of the first things in March. So that's that's quite exciting. Wow, that's pretty powerful. Can you feel that? Well, I can feel that. Yeah, I, I totally feel what you're saying, totally. Because when I, I believe that this year for us as individually is about self-responsibility, accountability and spiritual mastery or spiritual maturity. I think we have done you know that's what spirit has really been guiding you know my messages in the channels that I've been getting and when I feel into that I think that I do think there is going to be a plot I think this year is going to be full of plot twisters and crises mm -hmm. um, energetically um and I think it's about us starting to ask deeper questions of self like what are we here to be responsible for? What are we actually, oh, listen to my voice go. <clears throat> Love it. You know, what are we here to be responsible for? How are we going to master, you know, the outer world with our inner world so we're more attuned and aligned? Where I feel like a lot of people have just been, oh, I'll just do that because that's what I'm told. Like there's not mm. a lot of 
you know, acknowledging how they feel or their intuition or well, everyone else is doing it. So I'll just jump on board. So I think we're really being asked to feel more into our bodies and knowing and spiritual self rather than the ego, the mind. I totally agree with what you're saying. Absolutely. And I do think like when I feel into this year, I think this is the year that, and you will know more because by obviously the planets, um, this is the year that we get to do a rewind and a play again and how we choose to, um, you know, do we choose to put, push the re-hit button or do we choose to ask something different of our establishments and institutions and do we choose to, you know, you know, I think this is, you know, and especially for my country, it's a year of really digging in deep and like I want to say healing, healing us back together some in some capacity. But I don't like, you know, where I think we're so separated in our ideals and right and wrong. I think like how do we get to actually, we're actually meant to be here together. Yeah, I love that. And I love that you're bringing up the theme of healing and, mm. you know, just on that astrological piece first, like with the Pisces energy, you're spot on because that that actually is what Pisces is all about as well as how can we come into healing. And, you know, I think you're right. There is going to be, it is kind of like this plot twist and, you know, I love how you say it like that and kind of going into chaos and coming back. And I think part of that ego death and like the way things have been, it's almost like that has to go through such a shift. And the personality and the ego is going to be go into a little bit of chaos possibly around that because it's like, well, nothing's making sense and I'm being called to something, but I don't know what it is. And there's this void and this kind of energy that's being created. So yeah, it's um definitely what you're saying about spiritual mastery as mm. well. And kind of, I think there's been so much collective anxiety in the field after everything that's also played out over the last few years. And Maybe some of us, you know, we've been called to more grounding, obviously, with not being able to travel and all of this. But I feel there's something even deeper now in like, yeah, exactly what you're saying with spiritual mastery, commit to these practices. So moving forward, we can feel more grounded in our center and exactly what you're saying, not having to do things just for the sake of doing them. And that can even come down to job and purpose and, you know, just looking at, okay, maybe this is going to shift a bit this year. Like maybe there's some new things coming in and just to be, I guess as open to the void as you can be, as people can be whilst that change is happening. Yeah, you yeah, totally. And I agree a hundred percent with what you're, what you're saying. I think we're going to be either, you know, called more deeply into ourselves, into our coven spaces, into, you know, our cocoon um, and really start to really harness the energy of who we are and, what who is what is my authentic voice? What is my authentic soul? Um, because I think there's a you know there's a lot of people that actually are walking this planet that don't know who their actual authentic soul is or you know authentic self. They've mastered themselves to be what you know what everyone else needs from them. And so I think that there's going to be this like you know the dying of the ego, the dying of me needing to fit in. People are really going to start to step more into their authentic truth, their passion, you know, their purpose, change careers. I think people are, and I think that, you know, COVID's that opportunity, really. COVID was the start of that activation for people. 
Absolutely. You're spot on. Absolutely spot on. And, you know, there could be some grief in that. Like there could be because it involves letting go. And so, Mm. you know, I guess, yeah, my main piece in it is that if it does bring up that kind of stuff, if there's grief and sadness, it's just I just really feel that's part of the ego letting go of what it's been holding on to in this first part of life. Um, so, yeah, it just, it does. It feels like a total, it's a very transformative year, but it doesn't feel as kind of, look, there is intensity, but it's not the same kind of intensity that we've been experiencing in the last three years because of all that kind of, all those Pluto conjunctions. It's just, it really has been like, oh, like taskmaster type energy of just yeah. like, you know, this is more like, it's more like kind of, stepping up but into the void and into kind of more of that trust in spirit that spirit will guide the way mm-hmm. um you know and so and then yeah the other theme that you're tapping into is um when you say march so yeah i love that you said march because it's a really big month um pluto also goes into aquarius and the last time that pluto was in aquarius was 1777 so pluto is a very slow moving planet um and the last time it changed signs was in 2008 when it moved into Capricorn. So it will move into Aquarius in March for a short while. I think it's until June. It goes back into Aquarius, sorry, into Capricorn for a few months and then back into Aquarius. So, but but that shift will start kind of in March. So Pluto is the planet of shedding, death, rebirth, transformation. It's ruled by Scorpio. So it's kind of like those really deep themes um, of letting go. And Aquarius is, which is where we have the new moon on Saturday, is all about innovation and technology and kind of new concepts and the mind and expansion and visioning and dreaming and community and humanity. And so we're going to see this real kind of, shift in beliefs and ideas and um the death of kind of you know after having such a long um period in Capricorn it's been very much this kind of like all these structures and like yeah the the transformation around like a lot of the in a way the power of masculine and feminine but Capricorn can really rule the father energy so the masculine energy so this Aquarian energy is going to like almost like open the mind so much to these new ways of thinking and these new ways of dreaming. And so we are going to see a lot more just communities coming together. Like it's almost mm. like, it, you know, we've already, it feels like this is what this shift has been about. But this Saturn Pisces, is, as we were talking about, sending us almost into the dreaming state and into these strong self-care practices and kind of rituals but this Pluto and Aquarius is almost saying come together, like come together in community to create new ways of dreaming moving forward. So it's almost like we need the balance of like we're developing such strong ritual and practice so that we can come into community in new ways and dream new visions and birth them to life together. Mm-hmm. Wow. So so that's a quite a significant shift because Pluto doesn't move signs, yeah, very often. As I say, it's kind of since, yeah, 2008. So um yeah Aquarian energy is exciting kind of energy it's just it really does kind of rule that expansive um yeah energy of just really opening your mind to possibility Mm. and you know I I believe you know when we think about opening our mind it's opening our consciousness to things might not be there you know things that aren't the tangible I see 
but I feel or I know. Absolutely. So I think like we're definitely going to see um, an awakening or more light being held in the planet planetarian grids, you know, more light coming um you know, rising and more, and the light, the light being shine more on the shadow because the shadow's mm. always been there. But I think, you know, we're going to start to see spotlights being, that's how spirit showed it to me, spotlights being shown on the aspects of, you know, not only ourself and our shadow, but the aspects of the collective shadow, you know, for it to be brought forward, for it to be either a discussion or healed or, revealed or changed or witnessed or blown apart (laughs) oh I just love that I love that yes absolutely bringing it into the light for healing and you know yeah bringing the shadow to light in this way that you know it's interesting because we've been talking about Aquarius and Pisces energy so far in March and they're quite I mean there's two signs that are next to each other like um but they're two signs that are kind of like connected to something that is a bit lighter and kind of of spirit and kind of not just like you know there has been a lot of that more earth energy and probably like you know solid structures and foundations and so these signs are asking us to tap more into that light and kind of yeah bring light to the shadow and bring light to all of those old patterns and stories that don't serve anymore like it feels like the last couple of years as well have been a lot about wound clearing and kind of going deeply into the old stories, beliefs, wounds that hold us back from moving forward. So there's been, and and so, yeah, a lot of healing. And this kind of Pisces and Aquarius energy is kind of saying, you know, still healing, but it's almost like turning that healing and transmuting that into light, like what you're saying, bringing kind of like light to to the shadow so that it can be the new creations can come to life Mm. and I feel like we're going to see this year a lot of new things being birthed like in the collective new technology new treatments you know in the hot in the collective as a whole hello hello can you hear me yeah that's interesting that's spirit oh cool okay we're back that's spirit (laughs) it just does shit like that I don't even remember what I was saying about I was talking about technology and then yeah, the new technologies. Zoom. Yeah, like, exactly. I can't talk about technology. <laughs> I know, and Mercury's gone direct today, so you'd think like it would be playing nice for us. Yeah, I was like, okay, well, clearly we're not meant to have that discussion because I was like, oh, look at that. I've got goosebumps as I say that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was just like talking about technology and treatment, like treatments yeah. that we're going to like I believe this year's going to be uh opening of a whole heap of new treatments and then it just went yeah <laughs> oh love it love it love it love it and I totally agree with you it's the year <laughs> for that it's yeah and you know yeah tr- yeah kind of new ways of healing you know to heal the body and kind mm. of heal the mind and you know yeah there's going to be a lot of that kind of stuff popping mm. up and yeah, just just a lot of like highly creative energy as well. Like, you know, a lot of people birthing new projects into the world and yeah, it's it's high but but it's allowing this spaciousness for all of that as well. Like it's kind of allowing as as we were talking about the old to die so that that can all really come in. Mm. 
And to you, do you feel like it's because of the planetary grip, the planets are changing, that it's bringing new forms of energy into our atmosphere? Yes, absolutely. Um, I feel like it's bringing, um, like it almost feels like a lighter way, but generally when the planets kind of shift it creates a shift in consciousness. And I think that's why this kind of void and this spaciousness can happen sometimes because it's kind of like moving out of like quite a strong energy, especially when an outer planet moves like Pluto or Saturn because it's it's really we've been feeling those energies that have been attached to that for so long and then there's this spaciousness before the new can kind of come in. So, yeah, absolutely, it creates a new energy field hmm. for sure, which I feel is why there's going to be more of this kind of collective weaving and people coming together with all of that Aquarian age kind of stuff. Mm, it's interesting, eh? And I also feel that May, it's all the M's this year, May is going to be a massive shift. Is there anything going on in May with the planets? I love it. Can you still hear me, by the way? I can still hear you. Yeah, yeah. Just checking. Yeah. Oh, good. Um, I love it. You are so onto it because that is the other big time that I was going to talk about. Okay. Well, tell me, um, what, tell me what you say. <laughs> so basically, I mean, there's a couple of things around that time. I'll, I'll speak to the earlier one first. So in April, so the 20th of April this year, mm -hmm. um, the nodes, so the north and south node, move into Aries and Libra from Taurus, Scorpio. So basically they move every 18 months and they link up with the eclipses. And so that, that's kind of when the eclipse seasons happen. So there'll be um, an eclipse in Aries and then the second eclipse in Libra towards the end of the year. I think it's the 14th of October. Um, so basically what this means in April, um, you know, as those nodes shift, it will be North Node Aries. So Aries is really about willpower and leadership and kind of like, you know, really living fully in full expression of yourself and kind of fully like achieving and moving into your dharma and practicing that daily. So it's like it's the first sign of the zodiac. So it's like playful kind of light energy. So depending on where that hits in your chart, like where that transits your chart, it will be activating that part of your chart. And South Node Libra is about relationships. So that'll be a nice shift out of Scorpio because Scorpio is a lot of that karmic kind of nodal like past life stuff of like death and rebirth. And Libra is more about healing in relationship, healing and relating, finding new ways to relate so that we can kind of come into this deeper sense of sovereign empowerment mm -hmm. um, and a new way of relating in general. Um, you know, I feel like, again, there's been a lot that's been highlighted the last few years around relationships and around relationships ending or old ways of relating ending. And this is kind of showing just a new way coming in where men and women are kind of coming together in a lot more harmony, it feels, but also in this kind of sovereignty to, to lead. Um and then the other big shift happening in May, so this is the one that you're kind of tuning into with the May energy, is on May 16, Jupiter moves into Taurus. And so this is, um, Jupiter is the planet of expansion, positivity, expansion, growth. Um, you know, it's quite a light 
um, energy. And moving into Taurus, it's about, it's grounding, it's the earth, it's solidness, it's structure, practices, um, self-worth, self-value. So there's kind of this abundance coming in around um, how you value yourself and how you um, move into your purpose and kind of shine that out in the world. Um, so it's very, it's a good, it's a good year for like laying foundations down in that way of things that projects that you're wanting to commit to, um, you know, home, like Taurus can be really about the home and the beautiful, because it's ruled by Venus, the beautiful things that you have around you. So, you know, it's just, yeah, focusing a bit on kind of like, where are my feet? Like, where can I feel my feet on the earth? Where's home? Where are my foundations? Like, what am I building? What am I creating that's of the earth and connected to the land? So a, a beautiful year to be on land if you're thinking about kind of like moving into nature because, yeah, that prosperity energy around like just really being connected to the elements. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get that completely. I think that we... So, yeah, you're going to feel that in May as well. Yeah, I, I understand that energy. And I think for me, May is going to be another wave of awakening. It's going to be another wave of us coming more into our yes. dharma, into our purpose, you know, into, you know, co-creating, collaborations, all of that energy. Mm. Oh, it's going to be fascinating this year. And so those that are traveling. Yes, absolutely. Are, spot spot on. Yeah. Those that are listening to this podcast yeah. and are thinking, oh, this all sounds amazing. What little gems of wisdom would you give them to help them like just keep moving forward? Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful question. Um. So I feel there's a couple of things on that, like earthing and I can't emphasize enough just the importance of connection to earth and kind of like connecting with, with nature and the elements daily, like swimming, connecting and putting just anchoring feet onto the earth. So yeah, as a, as a daily practice, just like really anchoring into the land. Um, and then I would also say the other practices, like kind of what I spoke to at the beginning is just having a daily practice ritual it, it really is everything um I personally find I know when I'm not doing that I'm going to a lot more anxiety doubt scatteredness and I feel this is kind of a collective thing I also feel receiving like support regularly like receiving regular body work or healings or you know whatever Ooh. that looks like for you just yeah and yeah and I just feel this kind of like solid support of our own energy field so like holding ourselves in that but also being able to reach out and ask for support where's needed so it feels like it's also going to be the year of kind of opening the throat chakra a lot more with this south node libra transit and like really like that clear expression of truth and so i would also say like just being in in that like it's it's almost like what you were speaking to around being in that authenticity and kind of like just really allowing yourself to share what's on your heart and like what's true for you. So, yeah, the grounding, the earth connection, the daily ritual and, and just that expression of truth and seeking support, that's how I would say it's the best, you know, few things to kind of navigate these energies. So they're kind of simple practices but they're so helpful on a daily 
Yeah. And I know when I haven't done my sacral practice or my light practice, you know, and I forget about, I mean, I try and I do something every day, but sometimes, you know, obviously over the Christmas period, we tend to be a bit more lazier and our routine gets a little bit higgledy piggledy. I notice it after about a week, yeah. I've noticed it. And I, and I literally can feel my energy field like all over the show and something that might not have upset me all of a sudden is upsetting me. And so yeah. it's something that when you're more conscious of what impacts your energy field, like alcohol is another one for me and sometimes in the food I consume, um, you know, you, when you're really attuned to yourself, it's easier to notice what are the things that you need and what are the things you can leave behind? Absolutely. Absolutely. I so agree. And I just feel like that daily practice allows us to connect more to what our true purpose is as well. Like kind of coming back to what we're saying at the start, we're just kind of meandering along in day-to-day life, maybe not really enjoying the thing that we're doing. This daily ritual, it just kind of opens up like a lot of energy to, to what's real and what's true and what where we should be directing that like life force energy. Mm. And I think when we're more attuned to our intuition, it's easier to notice what's not yeah. what's not what's not truth or what's not aligned or what's not or what is imbalanced or you know what we don't like and I think that's the thing we sometimes many people don't want to be attuned to their energy field because then they have to bring change yes yep absolutely that's right and people are resistant to change and you know because it because it looks like you know it can be scary like it can involve a lot of letting go and there's Mm. fear associated with that and it's like okay well is this relationship going to look the same is this job going to look the same is life going to look the same if I go undergo this massive change but it's so worth it on the other side because it just brings us back into touch with who we really are and what we're meant to be doing and our authenticity Mm. and I think COVID initially you know because it came to us as an opportunity for growth and many yep. people didn't want to, you know, stepped into fear or didn't have the courage to want to embrace change. You know, this is now we're really in the clearing out bits. You know, now the collective energy is really in the clearing out. You know, this is an opportunity for us to get really clear about, you know, we we saw us working differently. We saw us being able to work from home and bits and pieces like that. This is a real opportunity. You know, it, it gave us space to have more time where before we were always making excuses. And so this is an opportunity to, you know, it showed us everything in our life that was in balance. So this year sounds like to me, when you speak, it's an opportunity to bring everything back into balance, back into harmony, back into, you know, greater purpose. Mm, I love that. Yes, absolutely. I, yeah, and when you say that, the word that comes up for me is reset. Like it almost feels like a year of reset. And and as, yeah, the balance and, you know, because there's that Aries um, Libra shift with the nodes. And so, you know, that is all about divine balance. And, yeah, I just kind of, it feels like the great reset after a lot of years of, as, as we were saying before, kind of processing. I, I feel like we've kind of, you know, we're just processing so much, like on a personal and collective level. It's just been quite intense like the word that comes through for me the last few years is just intensity um a lot of change transformation heaviness um you know that pluto capricorn can be quite heavy almost like even a bit of a depression and if you've kind of been asleep in ways it's really woken us up to truth 
And so this year is kind of the opportunity for like a quite a big reset. And as I think for me, if I tune into the main challenge of the year, it feels like it's going to be about allowing that change to happen. So getting comfortable in a bit of the void, um, you know, and, and that's not heavy. It's, it's just, it's like the space in between. And that particularly feels like the first half of the year, particularly even kind of like the first three, four months. Mm. Um, but we are, it does feel like a lot of lighter, it's not all just going to be perfect. There's still, you know, always pieces to move through, but it does feel generally like the energy's lightening. It's a lighter field this year. When I started to meditate on this year, I got it's the reckoning. Oh, I love that. It's the it's the year of the reckoning. And I went, holy, don't know, you know, haven't we had enough yet? Like, haven't we had enough? And I keep seeing like a swinging ball. And you're either going with the swinging ball or you're going against the swinging ball. And I think it's a year, you know, through the pivotal points of like the plot twisters and the stuff that, you know, um, because Pluto is a plot twister, you know, the stuff that's coming, oh, as I say that, um, um, as we come through, I think that it's, um, you know, we can either move with it or be in caption or or be, you know, move with it and move and flow in our truth or be blindsided and taken off our pathway. And, you know, we oh, very much saw, we very much saw that um, where, you know, we need to be super focused because I think that this year there's going to be a lot of distractions, a lot of things to take us off, you know, because, well, I don't know what Australia's like, but New Zealand's in a mass crisis you know, there's a lot of things here that we need attention to. So there's a lot of things that need to be focused on. Does that make sense? I love how you say that about the reckoning, because I mean, I feel and exactly what you're kind of speaking to. It's about, yes, of course, there'll still be kind of like the chaos and the um, the mm. points of crisis and kind of like, um, yeah, just all of those pieces, the plot twist, that's the word I was trying to think of. But it's kind of like this opportunity to navigate this stuff in a new way because of all of this intensity we've been going through it's kind of when it hit before it's almost like oh my god this is just so like intense because we don't know this the whole world's changing our whole personal lives are changing but now it's like okay yep there's probably going to be more reckoning but it's like if we know ourselves on a deep level and commit to the deep practices and commit to a new way with the ones that are waking up on the path with us and, you know, whoever wants to come along on that journey, we can create a new way that doesn't have to be, you know, that intensity. So it's kind of, that's why those self-practices are just mm. so important. Oh, I love it. I love everything you've shared. I've loved it. <laughs> so I always ask, is there anything else that you feel that would be, that would enrich the listeners? Yeah, I guess the main, yeah, because they were the, they're the main pieces that are kind of coming through, you know, that the two probably last things like Mercury retrogrades are really um, common thing that kind of happens three or four times a year. So that will happen um, every kind of three months. And we've just come out of it, like literally today Mercury goes direct. So, you know, that's just, that's a really quick transit. And generally that's always a time to kind of go inward when that happens and just, review and put kind of things in place and kind of look at things that are happening when it goes direct it's like cool it's time to like move forward with that energy 
Venus retrograde in Leo will happen um, between July 22nd and September 3rd. Um, that happens once every 18 months. And so this is going to be, especially in Leo, and it's Venus energy. It's like all about love and kind of reviewing love. So, and changes around that as well, and kind of changes in your relationship or, you know, it's more of a personal planet as well. So they're, they're the other kind of, you know, smaller themed planets that don't, uh, aren't, um, they're, they're personal planets. They don't move so slowly. So the um, themes are strong, but not as um, deeply ingrained. But generally, yeah, as a, like I guess the main words that I'll just, you know, share to is just, yeah, kind of healing, gentleness, reviewing, having solid practices, grounding, earth connection, lots of new belief systems and new ideas, you know, if you need support still with wounding and trauma stuff, because that's been huge in the collective the last few years, receive that support or reach out that support so that you can turn that wound into the gift and create this new mindset and this new reality for yourself, which is all the Aquarian age stuff. Oh, my God, I love it. I friggin' love it. And so <laughs> you say that, it just, like, gives me goosebumps. It's just so rich because I think, like, you know, a lot of people have, a lot of people have lost hope in the collective. Yeah. Yes. And there's a lot of people 100%. trapped in trauma and there's a lot of people that don't have to get out of it and they're being re-triggered and re-triggered and re-triggered. So just the conversation that, you know, you've just um, shared, I think many people won't feel so daunted by this year coming. Yeah. Absolutely. Beautiful. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm really happy to hear that. And um, yeah, I, I just do think trauma can keep us locked in, you know, we need support with trauma to, mm. to overcome it. It's, it's such a body, it, it gets trapped in the body. And I feel there's been a lot of that the last few years, just kind of like this anxiety response of not being able to, so the medicine is coming into the body to feel, you know, and that's why the personal practice is so important because it actually slows us down, stops, so we can feel and then transmute that trauma. So that's that's just, it's the medicine. It really is. I love it. I absolutely love it. So, Kate, those that are listening, how do they find you, gorgeous girl? How do they find you? And what medicine <laughs> do you share with the world? Which what, sorry? What medicine do you share with the world? So you can find me. I'm actually in the process of... Um, recreating my website at the moment so it's through facebook um so i'm just cat ellis on facebook or instagram um and then what i share so i offer one-on-one -on -one, you know which we've done together astrology readings for mm. the um year ahead and we kind of go more deeply into how these transits are aspecting and affecting your actual personal chart um, and I also offer healing ses sessions like past life timeline clearings and chakra clearings and releasing all this trauma that we've got that's what I'm really passionate about is helping people to release that trauma through sound and voice so that they can be free and move forward and create space for this new energy to come in so yeah absolutely love it so thank you so much for sharing your wisdom today and um I know so many people would have got so much information out of this podcast and radio show and, you know, just keep sharing your light with the world, girl, gorgeous girl. Oh, thank you so much for having me, beautiful soul. I'm so happy that Marie, yeah, got us in contact as well. And, yeah, you're just, you're awesome. Thank you. <laughs>
No worries. Thank you, honey.